Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast. In this episode 94, where we once again bring you another interview with a cast member. On today's show, we are joined with Elise, who will be talking about her time working at the Disney College program uh, in the mid 2000s. So this is, I think, she's one of the earliest uh, cast members that we had on the show. So I'm very excited for you guys to hear what she has to say. And as you could tell by the title, uh, this is uh, this was a big episode uh, because this is uh, actually going to be split into two parts. So this is just part one of her episode so uh you know i really don't want to spoil too much because i actually kind of went in not knowing anything of what she did um besides that she worked at the college program uh so this is uh it's a very exciting episode and i can't uh yeah i just can't wait for you guys to listen so instead of me rambling on why don't we just jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the excess press podcast On today's show, we have Elise from Orm, Utah. Elise, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing really great. Uh, I'm excited to talk to you today. Uh, I, I learned a little bit of your your previous Disney history. I, I didn't want to get too much, so but I'm, I'm very excited to talk to you today. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about Disney, so... Let's do this. Let's all, that's perfect. Sounds good. So, <laughs> so before we kind of get into your background of working with Disney, uh, I want to know like how you kind of fell in love with the Disney parks. Like, what's like your background? What's your Disney history? So, I started going to Disney parks when I was in my mother's womb. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, we would go on dance tours because my grandmother owned a dance studio here in Utah, and my entire family grew up dancing. Um, so we would go on dance tours to California to perform every June, and we would go to Florida and perform at Disney World every July. And so we were at Disneyland and Disney World every year of my life, at least once a year. And my aunt and my dad, so brother and sister, they 
they performed in the Party Gras Parade at Disneyland in 1990, maybe 91. And um, my aunt continued to perform in parades seasonally at Disneyland when I was little. And so when I was about age three to age seven or eight, she was performing seasonally at Disneyland. And then she got a job performing in the Barbie show at Epcot at Disney World um, in 1994. Whoa, the Barbie show. That's that's yep. a throwback. That was only that was only there for a short amount of time. That's yep. <laughs> that's actually some it. pretty cool Disney history right there. Yeah. Wow, so that's crazy. Lots of, lots of cool parades that she did and everything. And so just watching her was kind of my inspiration. And so I wanted to be a dancer at Disney World for as long as I can remember, really. So... That's... And yeah, after she moved from Barbie show, she went to Beauty and the Beast live on stage at uh, then Disney's MGM Studios. Wow. And Which, performed what, there for what is 16 she, years. What, 16 years. Wow. What did she yeah. perform as? She was one of the dancers. So she, uh, like, you know, the background core dancers, that yeah. the villagers and uh, be our guest high kick dancers, things like oh, that. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, uh, yeah, the, I know the dance competitions, they're really big there. Um, now, so you performed at the dance competitions every year. I just want to get, get that right. We did not compete. My grandma did not like competing dance studios. She just wanted us to have opportunities to perform. So we performed through the program, Disney magic music days. And so we would perform at Disneyland on the um, Carnation Plaza stage, which is now the, I think princess storytelling stage. And at Disney world, we would perform on the, uh, the now Disney Springs stage um, we would we performed on the uh, the America stage at Epcot. Oh, Where that's else? awesome! The Tomorrowland, the Galaxy. What was that stage called it in Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom? Um, I think it. Well, right now I think it's just called the Tomorrowland stage. I don't think it has a, a specific name. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. all, it, all it is. Well, there's the one that was boarded up, and Buzz Lightyear does sets in front of that board like now. But there used to be a stage behind there that we would perform on. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so we just performed on all the stages at Disney and just grew up doing that wow that's i mean that's really neat that you had like a, that's a pretty unique experience being able to do that at disney i don't think i've ever heard anyone ever doing that i've never heard what was <laughs> what was that program called again disney? disney magic music days oh i've never i've never heard of that before so was it well, like yeah, like what was it now. explain it slightly if you can so it's when different studios or schools come in you know when you see different um college bands come in and they'll march before the parade starts yeah. every mm -hmm. now and then yep. it was kind of that same program and they still have it at disney world but it's called it's called something else now like disney performing arts or something like that interesting um, okay yeah we're just visiting performing groups can come and perform oh well that's cool i mean so what like how long did you do that for like how many years so uh, let's see. The last time I went on a dance tour was um, with my studio here was the year after my first college program. So I did it from age. I started dancing at three, age three. And I, my last tour was when I was 22. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's awesome. You have some you have some unique Disney history. No <laughs> no wonder you love the park so much. That's Yes. Yeah, that's neat. Uh, I mean, well, I'm kind of curious with your your childhood now cuz you 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 spent a lot of it uh, apparently at Disney. Like 
besides like the dancing, what was like some of your favorite Disney memories growing up? I'm just kind of curious about that. Oh gosh. Um, give me, give me like, we, we only have like a, I want to know a lot about your internship and, and you working for Disney, but I just throw me with a couple. Cause I want to know. Yeah. So my family always rode small world together. So even when I got a little bit older, like maybe tween age, maybe 12, 13, my parents would let us go kind of go off with our friends in little groups. Um, went like to wander the parks together like some of the other people from the dance tour but we would always ride small world as a family and uh at disneyland and so my dad always prided himself that our entire family could fit in one boat and now my immediate family just my parents brothers and sisters and their spouses and their kids between all of us there are 24 of us and we barely fit into one boat and if one more person came we wouldn't but growing up that's what we always did we all got into one boat we rode small world together um let's see some of my other favorite i like how you still have that tradition i think that's yeah that's cool that you still carry that today uh you just can't have any more people so yeah no one else is luckily my last sibling got married last week so we're not adding anyone else except for kids (laughs) We'll have to have an adult boat and a kid boat. For sure, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, hit, hit me with one more mem- uh, one more memory. Uh, we would always, um, at Disneyland, we would always eat at the Plaza Inn restaurant right there at the top of Main Street. Are you as familiar with Disneyland as you are Disney World? Yeah, I'm, pre- yeah, I'm pretty familiar. Yep, I know the Plaza Inn. With yeah. both, great. Yep. Okay, yeah, so we would always eat there and we would get the um, their mashed potatoes. <laughs> that was always my favorite thing (laughs) um i love how you have that little distinct memory of the the mashed potatoes there (laughs) yes i just their mashed potatoes are so good and you uh, they have the gold coke machines and so for some reason the coke in the gold coke machines tastes better than coke anywhere else (laughs) really i I didn't even know i've never heard about the gold coke machines are they still there or no yeah they are are they i think they sprinkle disney magic in them i don't don't know what it is i'll have to i have to take a look at it next time i'm at disneyland yep (laughs) well cool well thank you there's so many more but there's a couple (laughs) no i know i could honestly i could just talk about old disney memories just for hours like yeah um yeah but cool so I'm, i'm glad thank you for sharing some of those memories that's really neat uh, but I'm really excited to hear kind of what you were working for Disney because you did it back in the early 2000s where it is Disney's very different then compared to what it is now. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, did they have paper fast pass at the time when you were there? I can't remember when they initiated that. Yes, they did. They did? Um, okay. It started a, a couple years before. I think um, Kilimanjaro Safaris was the first ride, was the first attraction to have fast pass, I believe. Okay. I might, I might be lying. Maybe it's only at that park, but, um, I remember they did initiate those before my college program. So when we would go play in the parks, we were able to get fast passes and things. Cool. All right. Sounds good. Well, I'm kind of curious, like what was the process for you getting a Disney uh, college program internship back then? I mean, I know recently nowadays you just kind of, you go online, you apply, uh, you get uh, an interview of a phone. Like what was your process back then? It was a lot more hands-on, I think, because we had um, campus representatives from Disney who would come to our school and they would do a presentation and um, like hundreds of people would show up at these presentations. They'd have cookies for you. And then you would basically fill out your information, put, um, and then go online and fill out the application. 
and then you would put your top three jobs, which I think they still do something like that. No, yeah, um, that actually sounds yeah very similar to what they still do. They college, yeah, each, yeah. The people come in, and then yeah, you pick your three jobs. Yep. So we would put our three jobs. We put our three jobs at the top, and then they invited anyone who was interested in auditioning to go to the audition. And then the audition was actually held at my school. It was held at Brigham Young University. Oh wow! Wait, mm-hmm. so when you say audition, were you was this like for a dance thing, or was this just like when you say audition, it's for any role? For character performers. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what you were you were aiming for a character performer. Uh huh. Oh, awesome. So, well, how did it go? Uh, it was awesome. So we, me and my sister, both had you know the bug. We both wanted to work at Disney since an early age, and so when we saw that there was a college program, um, and I I didn't even know about the college program until the year I applied. I didn't know it was a thing. Oh no! So kidding. we saw flyers for it hanging up at school, and I said. You know, we need to go to this. So she was already married at the time, my older sister. And so her and her husband and me uh, wanted to go to the presentation. And my best friend and I had ballet class during the time of the presentation. And I told her, hey, I'm not going to be in ballet today. I'm going to this Disney College program presentation. And she said, well, I don't want to go to ballet by myself, so I'll just come with you. So she came and all four of us ended up getting jobs. Uh-huh. <laughs> So it was it was you, your friend, your sister, and then her husband. My sister's husband. Yep. Wow, that's really that's really cool. Yeah. Nice. So so what did I mean? What did all of you get? What were what were the roles? I mean, I mostly care so, about yours, but well, I'm curious of what they got as well. Yeah. So my my best friend, she was from uh, my dance studio as well. So me, my sister, and my best friend all got um, to be in entertainment. Uh, so character performers or parade performers was our role. And then my brother-in-law, he went to the audition just to come, but it was a total joke and it was hilarious, but he ended up being a monorail driver. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. So, I need to get uh-huh. him on the show. I want to hear all about what it takes to be a monorail driver. That's he really He <laughs> has fun stuff to say, so I will definitely <laughs> pass that along. Yeah, that's neat. Um, well, I think, I don't even know if they, they do for like college programmers now. I don't know if they do like auditions for character performers. I think that's more for full-timers. Do you, do you know anything about that at all or no? So, yeah, I actually, um, I've kept in touch with casting, um, all these years and, um, a couple of years ago, they randomly reached out to me and asked if I would help out with some of the auditions happen, auditions happening here in Utah. And so I've gone just to monitor at auditions and kind of help out with casting stuff. And uh, they'll come and they're, they'll do specific college program auditions. And then they'll just tell people to go online if that's what they're doing, is if they're applying for college program. Or from that same group, they will take people for full-time and part-time positions as well for entertainment. Wow, that's really cool. So is this, was this recent years that they, they were um, uh, reaching out to you, with, like in the past yep. year or so? Or? Yep, uh, the last audition I worked with was... Uh, uh, let's see. I was the last one I did wasn't a college program. It was actually for Tokyo Disney. So oh, the really? agents from Oriental Land Company came from Tokyo Disney, and I worked with them at the audition here in Utah because they happened to be auditioning here as one of their cities. Wow, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah I think one of um, uh, a cast member that we had on a while ago, she was a dancer at Disneyland, and if I remember correctly, I think she did like a local kind of audition first, and then she went to 
California, something like that. I okay. I, yeah, I think I remember that. I, I might I might not remember that remembering that correctly, but who knows? Yeah, because they audition kind of all over the country a couple of times okay. a year. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Cool. Sounds good. So now you got the you got the performance job. So you where's where's Brigham? You said you went to Brigham Young. Yeah, Brigham Young University. It's right here in Provo, Utah. It's the adjacent city to Orem. Okay. So it's right here in Utah Valley. Okay, cool. So how was that kind of like transition of all, I guess all four of you, I mean, luckily you all knew each other, but how was that yeah. transition going from Utah to Florida and moving down there? Well, I mean, we'd all been there a lot, but every time we went, it was in July. And so it was so hot and humid and we thought, well, I guess we're moving to the hot, humid. And I mean, it gets really hot here in July too. I mean, today it was a hundred degrees, but it's not as humid. Yeah. So yeah. it's different. But when we moved down there, it was January and it was, you know, great weather. And we had never, I mean, my sister had just gotten married, so she had moved out, but I'd never moved out before. And so it was my first time moving out. So I was moving out for the first time and moving across the country for the first time. But luckily my best friend was my roommate. And then my sister and her husband lived at one of the other complexes close by. So. Yeah. I think that definitely helps to transition a lot, especially that you have all those people that are so close to you. Yeah. There, so yeah, it's, it, it probably would have been a lot different if it was uh, just by yourself. Yes, I yeah, and my aunt lived. She, I mean, she still lives there, but she lived there too. So, we had aunt and uncle and cousins that lived there, and so that was also helpful. Oh, for sure, yeah, definitely. Uh, cool. So, like, what was um, I? I really need to know now. Like, what was your 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 job? Like, where did you dance, or what did you do? So, for my first college program, my sister and I, um, we both got cast as at, they were called bridesmaids, but they were basically kind of the, the court ballet dancers in front of Cinderella's float in the Share a Dream Come True parade. Okay. Do you remember that one? They had the big the big glass bubbles that all the characters were in on the floats. I don't remember. I was there in 2004, so I might have seen the parade, but I okay. I honestly I couldn't remember. I'd have maybe I I probably know the music. I just don't remember what it looks like. No. Yeah. Well, it transitioned. It was Share a Dream Come True parade for a few years, and then it transitioned to Disney Dreams Come True, and then it became the Celebrated Dream Come True, and those were the three parades before Festival of Fantasy came into play. Oh, uh, okay. See, I'm not much of a parade person to be honest. I can like. <laughs> Like, I really don't watch it. Like, I actually, I love the Boo to You parade, but. Like, I love that parade. My uh, husband performed in that parade. No, but that's, really? that's far down the line. That's further down. Oh, your whole family <laughs> worked there. This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's crazy. Yeah, no, it's it's my favorite, but yeah, I really don't watch any of the other parades, so. All right. I don't know. I'm not that familiar. <laughs> I know I know the Barbie parade. I know that was a thing. Yes. So. <laughs> but, yep. Uh, cool. So yeah, what was like the, the kind of training? Like what did you have to do to, um, to, to, to kind of get ready for that role? So we had, we had finished um, character training because everybody in entertainment has to go through that. Um, and then we went directly into parade training where we had to learn the parade route. Um, we had to learn all the choreography for the parade. Um, and it was funny because my sister and I were the only two college program uh, performers in uh, the, in that role. And so, um, everybody else was full-time and my sister and I actually weren't really well liked when we first got in there because everyone thought that because we were college program, we didn't belong there. And so it was, it was kind of hard to make friends for a couple of weeks in that particular sector. 
Yeah, unfortunately, I've heard stuff like that before. Like sometimes the the actual cast members just kind of like look down upon the the college programmers, but it's like you guys are just ex- as excited to be there as they are, and you just right you're you're there to work for Disney, and it just having that experience that's that's not fun. Like that's yeah, I don't know that's we got I mean, over it real quick because I think people got to know the two of us quickly, and they realized oh these girls are nice, you know, we can all have fun. And so it, it was only a couple of weeks, but for the first little bit, it was kind of like, sorry, we, this is where they put us, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is where they cast us. And so we're here. Good. Well, I'm glad you showed them. That's all that matters. Yeah. Stick it to them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of curious, like what was like, what was an average day like for you? Did you guys just, just train a lot? Did you guys do like overnight rehearsals? Like what did you guys do to kind of like prep, uh, prep for the parades? I'm, I'm curious on that. Yeah. So for, I mean, for other roles I did in the future, we did a lot of overnights. Um, and I, I mean, I can probably get into those um, in a little bit, but, um, with this particular role, it was just an all day. Uh, we had, um, we actually had to do the loop of choreography, I think like 17 times around the parade, the parade building backstage back behind Splash Mountain. And so we had a long day where we just did it there. And then we had, uh, I'm trying to think, I don't, yeah, I think the first time I actually did it on parade route was when I was performing it. So we didn't do an overnight for that one. Oh, Wow. Uh, but like when I learned electrical parade or like other things like that, we did overnight, <gasps> but we can get into all that stuff when we get to that stuff. You were in the electrical parade. I was. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so cool. That's like my favorite thing ever. Um, yeah. I was one of the, um, the finale dancers, the patriotic dancers at the end. Oh, really? Oh, I know mm-hmm. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Was this, was this the same college program or the second one? That was actually when I was full time. Full time, okay. Oh, yeah. God, so so much... that's that's a few years down the road. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. We'll we'll get there eventually. Okay. Yep. Uh, so I mean, I want to know like what were some of like your your favorite memories working at this first college program? Like what were some stories that kind of stood out? I mean, you you've been to Disney your entire life. Now you're there. You're, you're living there. So like, what like stood out to you on that first college program? Uh the tunnels. Oh, the, uh, seeing the, uh, the utilidors, the utilidor was crazy. Cause you go and you don't realize that this entire thing exists underneath you and it's massive. And, you know, we would spend when I was, because my first college program was so heavily spent at magic kingdom. Um, it was, we were down there a lot, except for when we were in the parade building behind splash. Um, and so down there we, you know, we'd get our subway sandwiches cause there's a subway down there and you know, all kinds of stuff. So we would get our sandwiches and we would just hang out and have fun together. Um, but I mean, as far as standout, I think the best part about my college program was getting into the parks for free. Cause obviously I'd never done that and I had never been able to just go come and go as I pleased. And so we all the time would just go to magic kingdom and ride the rides and we met so many people and i was 19 so i was in a very social excited about being social place in my life and we met so many friends from around the world who i'm still friends with today thank you social media (laughs) and um and i've actually i get to see them every now and then too some come to visit sometimes we you know reunion at disney and things like that um but my best friend and I, since my sister was married, she didn't come and hang out with us as much. They kind of would do their thing. 
But my best friend and I, we would go to Pleasure Island. You remember Pleasure Island, yeah? Uh, yes, I was a little too <laughs> young for it. And then by the time I got older, it was gone. So I never oh. got to experience it. And it's just something I'm so mad about. <laughs> yeah, well, it was, it's everything you hear about and more. <laughs> like, I know. It was so fun. So every Thursday night, they had um, an under 21 night. And so a lot of CPs would go on Thursdays. And so there were... Uh, probably six or seven different clubs, but there was this one called Motion and they would play all the top 40 hits, you know, so kind of all the, all the in music and we would always go there and we just had a ball, met so many fun people and would dance our butts off every Thursday night until two and then wake up early Friday for our shifts. And, <laughs> but you can't, you have to, you can't call in because you get points and if you get points, you get fired. And oh, I'm like, yeah. I'm not getting fired from Disney. So yeah, you just, we were always you just suck it up. You got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> and we didn't, I mean, we were, we were under 21 anyway, but even over 21, like I don't drink. So it like, that was never an issue for us. And so I was never, I never had to worry about being hungover when I would hear people <laughs> who would, oh, I've got the worst headache. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Disney's really missing the mark. I mean, I love Disney Springs, the current state of it, but I think it's missing its mark where they needed, they still need some of that like pleasure Island aspect where you can go and just like dance and have fun. And yes, it uh, was so fun. Yeah. I, I, from all the things that I've read and every, everyone I've heard talk about it is that like they, they Disney just needs that kind of little aspect back into Disney Springs. Uh, mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Very unfortunate that it's gone and I'll never get to go to the adventurers club. Uh, did you have experience with the adventurers club? I did, yeah. We would go in there every now and then. We never stayed long because it was kind of more loungy. And we were 19, so we were like, True, we want to yeah. dance. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but see, the lounge part is more like my my speed, like just kind of hang out and chill. And it seems a lot of fun. But... Yeah, and now I would probably appreciate that a lot more. Oh, definitely, for sure. Um, so I'm curious, like, what were some of your other, like, do you have any other memories from, from that? Like, what were some other things that stood out to you during that, that program? Um transportation because uh my friend and i lived at vista way and um we would have to take the bus systems from there to work or to the other complexes my sister lived at chatham square and um you know you had to the bus would leave like an hour before your shift starts or you had to make sure that you scheduled the one you know it was a whole thing but that was a big transition for me um and so I always tell people, I say, if you don't, if you're not bringing a car on your college program, make friends with people who have cars fast. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that one before. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the buses, they're not, they're not all bad. It was comfortable. And so when you were tired from, you know, waking up early, you had an hour to kind of, well, not an hour, but you know, 20 minutes till you get to the park to kind of wake up for your shift or some relaxation time after your shift, things like that. So it wasn't all bad. Sweet. Sounds good. I want to, so kind of tell me a, a little bit about more about like your, your, your kind of dance experience. So you were in the, the parade, the daytime parade. So like, what were some, some cool memories from there? Did you, were you able to create like any cool magical moments for like kids or even adults, uh, anything like that? Yeah, I actually, I had a really, I have a really cool magical moment in mind, um, from, when I was full-time that I wanted to tell you about later on. Sure. Um, but as, as far as memories go from this program, um, our schedule was very, because we immediately got there and got right into parades, our daily schedule almost every day, five days a week, 
sometimes six days a week, was Day Parade, Hoedown, and then Spectro Magic. So we would go from doing Bridesmaids in the Day Parade, and then we would have lunch, and then we would do Hoedown, which was a little... Um, a little show with the country bears in front of the country bear jamboree. And we would match March from splash mountain down to there, do a little interactive show with the guests and then go back. And then we would get ready for spectral magic and, um, perform in the night parade there. And so, um, wait, re- wait the- real quick. You did. Yeah. Sorry. Was this the, the sa- I, I might've missed it. Was this the same internship where you did spectral magic as well in the same? Yes. Oh, in the first internship. Yes. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, we were we were actually very fortunate because I know that there aren't a lot of CPs that get to do performing roles. They go in and they, you know, kind of anticipate that they'll get to perform, but they spend most of their time doing character work. And so me and my sister were actually really fortunate on this program. Um, and I, I'm yeah, you're telling me in spectral but, uh, magic as well. Jeez. Yeah. So I, I mean, what I did in that, I was either um, doing character work or uh doing rope in that so i didn't they didn't have really any dance roles in that except for the butterflies and the dragonflies and i didn't learn that my sister did but um i didn't and uh so that's what i did and so i was basically either rope or um in character for spectral magic okay what is what is uh, uh what does rope mean exactly what does that mean so rope means you're holding the rope at the back of the parade so if you if you ever watch a parade, they always have people holding a rope, uh, a big oh, yeah, decorative oh, yeah. rope. Okay. And the one in Spectral Magic was this big light up rope. <laughs> okay. And then our clothes were all fully black, and they lit up, and yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So did so you? I was in Spectral Magic, but nothing too glamorous. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So you just you just kind of held the rope at the back all the time for Spectro. Or or did character work character work yeah okay mm-hmm. so were you so you were did you dance with your sister a good amount of the time like was she always with you or yeah our okay. schedules lined up pretty wow. well that's we really lucky that's so yeah, lucky that's was. awesome <laughs> it was um but a fun memory i was going to share from that was so that was our typical schedule and when it was easter time they were doing double parades and so day parade had an earlier parade at i think one and then maybe a second one that was the regular three o'clock parade. But in between, um, they would provide food for all of us in the parade uh, building. And we all just kind of got to chill and hang out together. And there were a few occasions where karaoke would break out. And so it, it, you'd have regular, you'd have like character captains or managers getting up and doing karaoke. But then you'd also have Cinderella getting up and like singing sweet Caroline or something, you know, just like, (laughs) (laughs) and so those memories of watching like everybody backstage or especially when characters would get up and do it, it was just, it was always hilarious and it was fun. It was a good memory. So you would just see like Cinderella in her dress singing sweet Caroline. And that's, oh, that's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, every time I hear stories about like characters being like out of character, I just always think it's hysterical. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like, I'm trying to, you know, give you a little bit without, you know, breaking the character integrity too much, but no, I, yeah, completely understand. I, we, I don't, I don't mind talking a little bit of uh, backstage magic here on the show. I think that's, yeah. to me, that's cool. I, I don't, I don't like to know it's too much. It's what people want to hear about. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's why I always love listening to cast members, just hearing, like t- hearing your points of view on everything. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, but neat. So it, was there anything else from that first uh, internship that you want to share? Because uh, I know we have a lot to cover. So we'll, we'll otherwise we'll head over to the, the second internship. Yeah. So, um, I mean, besides work, I mean, let's see. They would always have um, fun activities where the park would close early and cast members would get to go in and do fun things. And um, there was a big blast off in Tomorrowland we got to go be part of and we got to ride Space Mountain with the lights on and um, do karaoke in, uh, oh gosh, Starlight Cafe, okay. <laughs> Maybe random, random things like that. But, um, as far as, um, the job itself, I mean, it was, it was really neat because a lot of the, um, more authoritative, authoritative positions like managers, stage managers, things like that, they were all just so great. And I remember there was one time I was working, um, in characters at Liberty, tree tavern and I had a I got sick and I was super sick and I you know if you feel sick you have to put one eye one hand over one eye and lift the other one up in the air um but like if you're gonna pass out or throw up they say just do it and walk away you know so I did it I walked off stage walked into the kitchen and sat down um became me again and threw up <laughs> and my manager comes in and he was like, what's going on? You know, are you okay? And, um, was super calming. And I, I don't remember why, but I just was so, so sick. And I don't remember a time in my life where I felt that sick, but, um, he got me back with the managers, but down at base and he had, he got my shift release all taken care of for me and sent me on my way. And I, I just, that was just one experience where I thought, um, you know, coordinators and managers, they just, they work so well. And like, they really care about the cast members. And I, I, that just always kind of stuck with me. I always thought that was really cool. And so from the good and the bad, they made good out of the bad. And so Disney from my first college program just left a really great taste in my mouth. And that's why I did a second one. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's really great to hear that uh, you had someone always uh, covering your back and uh, that they were able to kind of help you out when you were in need. Yeah. Um, so, so the the first this first internship was 2005. Is that that's what you said? Yes, January to July of 2005. Okay. So when what when was the next uh, one? I think you said it earlier. Uh, January to August of 2008. Okay. So three years later. So was yeah. was I guess that was was this after you graduated from college? No, I actually I had. Um, I did one semester of college and then did the Disney college program. And then I went back and got most of college finished. And then I had one semester left and my younger sister and my cousin, my guy cousin who I danced with, um, those two wanted to audition for the college program now <laughs> and cause they had just gotten into college. And I thought, well, I, I love auditioning for things. So I'll just come with you and audition for fun. But I only have one semester left, so I'm probably not going to go until after if I do another one. And I wanted to do another one, but I was really set on, you know, graduating. And so anyway, so I went to the audition with them. And uh, there's this lady in casting. Her name is Soroya. She is my Disney angel. Um, <laughs> she was at the audition and she said, Elise. And I was like, you remember me? <laughs> and I mean, it was three years ago. And so, I mean, you left an impression. People. I mean, that's what happened. It, which it, it was so great that she remembered me. I was so, I felt so good. And, um, she was there and 
she said, are you auditioning again? And I said, I'm, I am. And she said, are you coming down? And I said, maybe I said, I don't know yet. And she goes, well, I am, um, I'm have a rehearsal group for lying festival, the lying thing happening in January. If you're coming down on a college program and that I, I should have prefaced this before we started talking. <laughs> Lion King is everything to me. I love Lion King, the festival, of the Lion King show at animal kingdom. I've wanted to be in since I was 12 years old when the park opened and it, I just, I've always wanted to do that. So when she said that, I thought, no duh I'm coming down again you know (laughs) (laughs) and I was like well great so we went through the audition process both my cousin my little sister and me all got offered the college program again and we went down and I got a call from which is the casting doesn't call people directly they try to kind of keep a wall between cast members and themselves just because they don't want everyone hounding them like when are you going to put me in this show when are you going to put me in this parade so they kind of have to keep a little bit of a um a curtain there a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But she called me when I got down there and she said, Hey, I just want to let you know, um, they moved the rehearsal from January to June. So I was like, Oh, I was like, okay. So, but I was down there already. I thought, okay, if things are going well in June, great. But my program ends in August and I still have a semester of school left. So I was, it kind of made me nervous, but this all happened for a reason because on day one, when you're getting into your housing, you have your housing meeting, you're getting your key, you're getting everything moved into your apartment. I met this cute guy and I told my sister, my little sister that's now with me, she and I were roommates this time. I told her, I said, we need to make friends with people with cars quick. (laughs) So (laughs) she was on board with me. So like, Uh, She was 19 at the time and I was 22. And like, you know, people, girls at that age will do. They're scouting out, you know, all the cute guys, especially the ones with cars. And I find, or so we're kind of scouting out a little bit and we're like, okay, we got to meet these people. And um, it turns out my sister came into my apartment and she goes, I met another cute one. (laughs) Oh, what's his name? And she said, his name's Chaston. He's from New Orleans. And I'm like, oh, cool. And then we ran into him at our housing meeting. And we ran into him again. He was in my traditions class and, um, there's, you know, a couple thousand CPs going in and out every semester. And for traditions, it's traditions. I, if I can just give a little background here in case people don't know, traditions is a class you have to go through before training. Um, and it kind of gives you all the history of Walt Disney and the, the coming to of the park and, just all those special things. You learn the Disney service basics on how to, you know, treat guests and things like that. So it's a little, um, like half day class that you go to. And there's about 30 people in that class. And he happened to be in my class. And then a couple nights later, we were hanging out with friends at Epcot before our schedules had really gotten going, uh, got gotten before we were really going with the schedule, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Not, I didn't mean to say it that way, but before we were really um, working, we were at Epcot with some friends and we ran into him and a group of his friends that he had made. And finally I said to him, we should hang out sometime. And so we uh, hung out a couple days after that. Our first time hanging out was at animal kingdom and uh, his job was this guy. Chaston was, um, he was one of the safari drivers for Kilimanjaro safaris. 
So that was his job. Okay. And uh, so we got we went on that ride together. He introduced me to some of his coworkers. Long story short, Chastin is now my husband, and we have two kids. <laughs> oh, and so it was fate. You were so, destined to be down there. I was destined to do a second college program because I met my husband. <laughs> that's awesome. So, I think that's, anyway. that's better than uh, the Festival of the Lion King. So Yeah. <laughs> that's, super, so, that's super cool, though. Yeah, so we, we started dating um, kind of that first month, and... Um, we dated our entire college program and he transitioned into entertainment. He'd never taken a dance class in his life, but all of us were in entertainment. And so he wanted to try it. So he went to a couple workshops and like stilt walking workshops and he ended up getting into characters and did stilt walking in the, my psych or move it, shake it, celebrate it. Um, so yeah. And yep. on my, on that second college program, I did a couple of events, um, dancing and they had, um, you know the movie Enchanted? Yeah. Yep. They had a little pre-parade before the parade for it, uh, the coming out of Enchanted. So I was a court dancer in that with my cousin, actually, my guy cousin. We were partners. <laughs> and uh, then after that pre-parade ended, I just did character work the whole rest of my college program. That's so neat. I just, I'm, I'm kind of just like in awe that you were able to work with like all of your family members about your internship. Like you always, it was had, insane. <laughs> you always had someone there with you. You met your husband. Like, that's just, I, I just, I think again, you had that as bringing it back to the beginning, you had that unique experience growing up at Disney, going to dance classes. And then you, I feel like you even have a more unique, uh, college program history where you had your friends, your family with you, uh, you met your loved one, and I think that's just that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it was that, awesome. We're just a big Disney family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're so we're running, uh, we're kind of running out of time, but uh, I want to hear a bit more about your your second internship. So, how, what were kind of like the biggest differences between this internship uh, and then your your first one? So, big differences were. Um, with my first internship, obviously I was working closely with my big sister, dancing in the parade every day. With my second internship, after that brief month-long pre-parade thing, I was in characters the entire time, and so was my younger sister and my cousin. And so I only worked with my sister one time. We were back-to-backs. Um, do I need to go into detail about what that is? Uh, you read my mind. I was actually just going to ask, yeah, what are what, what back-to-backs? So we were both working at Animal Kingdom, and so characters do 30-minute sets. And so they alternate uh, one from the other. And so one goes out, and then a second one comes out after 30 minutes. So you know when the character attendant says, okay, Rafiki's going to go in, get a brief snack, and then he'll be right back out? Yep. Mm -hmm. Rafiki comes back out. And so my sister and I were back to backs, if I can say that without giving too much away. But you catch my drift. Right? Yes. Uh -huh. I, I totally, <laughs> yes, I totally get it. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. So she and I, um, we didn't get to work together a lot. So it was kind of sad for me because I was so used to having someone with me and, I, and performing as me. Um, and so doing and character work was a little bit of a transition because it, it takes a lot more out of you because, you know, you're doing a set and you have 
some big dude come up to you and say, oh, they're fine. They've got air conditioning in there. And it's like, no, we don't. <laughs> and it is very hot. <laughs> yeah, I really don't. I don't I don't understand how you guys can do it sometimes. Like, it just seems way too much. I don't know. It's it's exhausting. However, the way this this will sound cliche and oh, she's, you know, pixie dust, whatever. But the way kids look at you makes up for it. 10 times over. It's, it's amazing. Cause you see what you're doing and you think about yourself as a kid and how you felt when you saw Pluto or Buzz Lightyear. And it's like, wow, this, they're my hero. And so when you see the kids look at you and things like that, like it's, it's life changing, honestly. Like if everybody in this world could have a chance to be a character performer for a week, I would love it if they could, because <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah, it's it's always fun when I'm waiting online to like meet a character, and then there are kids that are like waiting and just. It, it, although I mean, each kid is different, but just seeing some of those kids that are just really are excited to like meet those characters, it's yeah. It's well, neat. I mean, and I have a little. I have two little kids right now. I have a four-year-old and a one-year-old, and my four-year-old. We were at Disneyland last month, and I like cry when I see him with the characters because I remember me doing it. I remember being on the character side. And now I'm watching him and it's like come all full, full circle and it just like overwhelms me with emotion. It's so fun and he gets so excited. Oh, that's neat. I like, I can't wait for that. I, I, I mean, we're hopefully, it's a whole new experience. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have kids soon. Let's uh, hopefully everything is goes well, but yeah, that's what I'm like just really, really excited for in the future to bring my kids. Cause I just remember my memories as a kid and, uh, that's yeah. I want that so much. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, you'll love it. It's the best. It's the best. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, uh, yeah. So you went from a dancer to like a character performer. So like, what was, I mean, whether I, I, I need to know some, some stories before we get out of here today, but what yeah. are some, some cool stories of you working as a, a character performer? Let's see. Um, aside from feeling like a hero, um, the down part of it is that you actually make more money as a performer, like as yourself, as a dancer, than you do as a character performer. Really? Which I can see, I can see why, but at the same time, it's also hard because I think being a character performer is more difficult. However, they, the, the amount of time, the amount of years I worked on my craft, if you will, my talent of dancing, there they pay you based off of that. So in characters and in performing at Disney, there's a whole system. It's called the color code system. Yeah. Um, I've heard of that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So it, it, they, it used to be colors. Now it's numbers, but when it was colors, it was uh, green, blue, yellow, red. So if you're a red, that means you are uh, a better performer. You're, they're able to put you in more prestigious roles and if you're a green, it means, oh, they don't move as well. They'll probably be stuck in fur the whole time. Um, but when I say stuck in, like, that makes it sound like a bad thing. There are so many things, like, if I could be Mickey on the top of the Fantasmic, Mo Fantasmic Mountain, that would probably be the greatest role I could ever think of having. <laughs> Yo, that'd be so cool. <laughs> Sorcerer Mickey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How magical, right? Yeah. But um, anyway, so they're basically paying you because you're, you are more talented in the area that they need you. So that's why you make more if you're a dancer as opposed to a character performer. But I think being a character performer is a harder job just okay. because it's more exhausting. It's heavy. It's hot, you know? Yeah. So. Well, I, I totally get it 
now that you explained it more, now I definitely understand. Because I would have said, uh, no, I, I feel like being in a costume all day where you're, I mean, I've, I've, I've heard from past, uh, past people on the show that they have like shoulder uh, kind of injuries from it. Uh, they they yeah. have like kind of permanent injuries just because of the pressure that gets put on your body. Uh huh. Um, and they, yeah, I remember they, they, they had to actually stop doing it because it was just like hurting them too much. Like they actually had to stop. Yeah. Um, I but, have an exact example for you if you want it. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, that's why we're here. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, I, again, we're just going to use the term friends with in case any children happen to listen because <laughs> I, like I said, don't want to give away character integrity and things like that. Um, but you know, the story kind of calls for it. For sure. So there was on my second college program. Um, well, okay. A little background. Certain characters you have to be approved in or disapproved in because let's say you look at Frozone, okay? He is in skin-tight spandex. So there are only specific body types that can be him, right? Yeah. But if you're Eeyore, it doesn't matter because... Or friends with Eeyore, excuse me. It doesn't matter because you're wearing a big puppy suit. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. um, so anyway, with... Um, so I had been called in to be fit uh, and friends with Buzz Lightyear. And so for about two and a half months, I was hanging out with Buzz Lightyear every day and it was really taking a toll on my back. And actually my legs were a little too long for his legs. And so there were a lot of people who were friends with Buzz Lightyear who could kneel down with the kids and things like that. But when I would kneel down, my knee did not match up with his knee. And so it, it would hurt. And I told them, I said, I can't give this character the fullest of what it needs to be. And I was in a lot of pain because a lot of the guys who are friends with Buzz Lightyear, they're, you know, they're stronger and everything. And I, I'm a little smaller boned and it hurt a lot. And, um, so finally I went to management and just told them, you know, this is a character I love because he's literally God to some of these kids, but like, I, I, he's one of my favorite characters of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's, he's amazing. Yeah. So, but I, I said, it's hurting my body and I, I need to get disapproved. So I actually had to go through management and get a whole like medical thing written out before they could officially disapprove me. And then I was disapproved at that point. Um, and then stopped doing that character. Wow. So what happened after that? Like, where did you go from there? So I just continued getting scheduled. Some of the um, other characters that I um, that I was already doing at other times um, in my college program. So um, everything is within height ranges. So you've got you know Goofy height range, you've got Tigger height range, Pluto height range, Chipmunk height range, and uh, Mickey Mouse height range. And so I'm in the Pluto height range. Um, so uh, I was friends with characters like Pluto, Rafiki, Geppetto. Uh, Rafiki, who must have been a lot of fun I. to be friends with. Rafiki is probably my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> He's awesome. Because yeah. there's a couple indoor locations with Rafiki. So the little um, Rafiki's Planet Watch at the back of Animal Kingdom was indoor. So that was a plus. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, it, it, the one cool and original thing about my second college program and doing character work mostly was I got to work at all the different parks. So there were so many set locations. I got to work, I don't know if you're familiar, in UK at Epcot with, it's now just 
a little backstage area called Christopher Robin's room bedroom and you see the stuffed animals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they used to have sets there. And so uh, when I was friends and hanging out with Eeyore, I would hang out back there with Pooh and Tigger and um, or in Canada Pavilion with Kenai. Uh, let's see. Oh, what's, what's Kenai? You said that before and then I meant to Kenai, ask you that he's was. a brother bear. Oh, brother bear. That's uh-huh. right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, man, I want to keep going with this, but I know we're, we're, yeah, sh- we can we're... go for a little bit longer. Yeah. No, no. I mean, we're, we I, can I don't finish out the college program. Okay. <laughs> as long as you're okay with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I, I think we'll have to come to, to do uh, a part two for your, your actual being a cast member instead of the college program. Yeah. There's a lot to tell with that as well. So. Perfect. Sounds good. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, with this with this second internship, were there were there any like kind of magical moments you were able to create during that time? Because you as you worked as a uh, a character performer or you're, I should say you were friends with a lot of the characters, uh, you you kind of were up close and personal a bit more than just being like a dancer in a parade. So did you have any like cool magical moments uh, during that time? Yeah, we, I mean, definitely, I would probably say, mm, well, I don't know if I can give a number, but several times on my college program, we would be met with Make-A-Wish Foundation children. And there was one in particular who was just, he was so darling. He was this cute little um, three-year-old boy, I think. And he had terminal cancer. And um, his name was Wyatt, which is actually my little boy's name. And he, he was just so sweet and he didn't talk much, but he just sat and he held my hand and he kept rubbing my nose and he wouldn't leave. And there was a huge line of people. And normally when there's big lines, they say, you know, love and shove, like sign their autograph or sign your autograph, get a picture. We got to get through the lines because there's so many people. But with this one, everyone, even the people waiting in line to see me were just letting this kid have his moment and letting him live. And it was, it was very sweet. Yeah. Um, and the, I didn't get to interact as much as myself. So if I, you know, ever saw that kid again, like I, he would never know it was me, but it was, it was incredibly special to be a part of what could be, could have been, I don't know if it, he is cured. I don't know what happened, but um, what could have been his last moments of life, you know, last year or two, um, I got to have an impression on that and it was really special. Yeah. Those are the moments that you, you cherish in, in life. And, uh, those are the memories that stick. Uh, and that's, it's great yeah. that you were able to, to help him and, and just kind of make him happy and just, uh, cheerful during that time. Um, uh, huh. that's great. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, don't, no, don't <laughs> be at all. I know, I know, I know. I mean, that's what, that's what I love about these, these episodes. We, uh, we, we get, we get to share these kind of stories that you don't get to share maybe every, every day. And, uh, we'll have everyone hearing just the, the great things that you were able to do on, uh, your, your college program. That's what makes, uh, cast members so great. Just, uh, yeah. and it makes me, that's why I appreciate them so much. I'm just always nice to them. And I think everyone should be as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, but cool. So uh, I think we do have to head out of here unless there is anything else you want to share from your your internship. Otherwise, we'll, we'll get out of here today. Yeah, well, this I mean, this could just kind of be a segue into our next um, conversation. But uh, the way my program ended was my sister and I went back to Utah um, 
because I still had, I mean, she was just kind of starting college and I had that semester left. Uh, but my then boyfriend, he went back to New Orleans. We did long distance for uh, four months and then he actually moved out to Utah. And we, I finished up college that April and then we were married the following August. Wow. That's so, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So we had about a year and a half of dating from January, 2008. We got married August of 2009, which this month is our 10 year anniversary, August 15th. Oh, congrats. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, so anyway, that's, that's kind of where we went after that program. Um, and I mean, I knew that I wanted to get back into Disney full time again, but at that point in my life, it just, I mean, finishing college was my thing. And um, I mean, the Disney college program did influence my major and everything like that. So that was, um, really neat. Cause I was going to be a dance major my whole life. And then after working at Disney, I realized, you know, I've loved events and travel and tourism and all that stuff so much too, that I actually ended up getting a degree in, uh, geography, travel and tourism. Oh, wow. And so that's kind of where I went with that. And cause I don't enjoy teaching dance at all. I don't like <laughs> I just don't I love dancing, I love performing, but I don't enjoy teaching. Yeah. Don't do so something anyway, you don't love. Don't do that. Right. Yeah. So I um so that's where the college program kind of took me and then that's where we ended up and I can kind of start, you know, after the wedding things moved back with Disney real quick so we can kind of get yeah. to that next time. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to have you back on a part 2. I mean, I think uh, there's a lot of good stories still to share and I really want to know what they are. Uh, yeah. But I mean, yeah, this entire episode has been great and it's been such a pleasure talking to you. Uh, but before we head out of here, uh, I, I need to know the answer to this question is because I love putting the the Disney background loops into the episodes as they play. So as we have our conversation, uh, it will be just music from the Disney parks. But I always ask, like, what your favorite Disney parks background music is, and then I'll put that in the episode. So what's, uh, like, what's some of your favorite music that I could put in there? Uh, Adventureland music, I love. Okay. I love Adventureland background music, um, but I also love Epcot entrance music. Okay. I'll, maybe what I'll do is I'll do uh, Adventureland for this episode and then Epcot entrance music for the next one. We could do that. Actually, you know what we should do? Epcot what? for this one and Adventureland for the next one because the next one talks a lot about Animal Kingdom stuff. All right. Sounds... So it might be more fitting. <laughs> it sounds perfect to me. Yeah, but that... my college programs were, we spent a ton of time at Epcot. That oh, was like you? our park to play at. So <laughs> that's more fitting. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good to me. Um, and also, before we get out of here, is the, did you want to plug anything at all? Uh, yeah, just for anyone who you know wants to have um, wants to see the experience uh, from a cast member's eyes, uh, turned mom who now has my kids. But I, you know, obviously from this podcast, you've heard that I've had Disney in my blood since I was in since before birth. <laughs> so if you want to see all the experiences that I've had and continue to have with my kids. Um, give me a follow on Instagram. It's at Disney dream finder. Um, and we post all kinds of fun stuff there from a unique perspective. So join us there. Excellent. Sounds good. I'll make sure to link it in the show notes so everyone could easily find Elise. Uh, all right, Elise, let's get out of here tonight again. Thank you so much for coming on the show and I cannot wait to part two of this episode. Yes, me too. All right. Well, have a good night. We'll talk soon. You too. See ya. Thank you.
All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Elise, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. Uh, it was so much fun listening to all the stories that you had to share. Uh, it's to me, it's just kind of mind blowing your experience that you had, how just your unique experience of growing up with Disney and then working at Disney with all of your family and friends being there. Uh, and how you met your how you met your husband there it's just so cool and i honestly cannot wait to listen to part two so guys make sure you stay tuned uh it's probably not going to come out for maybe a few weeks from now because we got a pack schedule coming out in the next uh next few weeks of episodes uh so but don't worry part two will be coming very soon so make sure you guys stick around for that but that is going to wrap it up for this episode and if you were a previous cast member and you would like to be on an episode of Excess Press on Interview with a Cast Member, please reach out to me at matt at excesspresspodcast.com, and I would love to get you on a future episode. Uh, and I also just want to remind you guys, if you're not subscribing to the podcast, please do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. And if you can, please leave a review. It'll really help out the show. Uh, and if also, if you would like to support the podcast, you can go to excesspresspodcast.com slash shop and buy one of our t-shirts over there. And uh, if you're not following me on social media, please do so on Instagram and Facebook at matt at excesspresspodcast.com. Well, all right, that is it for this week. Thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.